Father God, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Oh God, I ask you right now, God, that you will move by your power, that you move by your anointing. Sweet Holy Spirit, come into this place. Oh God, I ask you right now, God, that you will move by your power, that you move by your anointing, oh God. Hide me behind the cross, give me access and ability to minister third heaven, that I may rightly divide the word of truth. Oh God, I thank you for all that you're doing in this part of the service. I thank you for what you've done prior to the message, oh God. Oh God, tell the follow grounds of the hearts and the minds of the people, God. They may be receptive, they, they may receive what you're saying now in Jesus' name. If I was going to pick a topic today, it would be crossing over. God is moving. One of the things I want to tell you, as we're approaching the end of the year, we're crossing over. And you're going to have to understand that nothing is going to change what is about to happen. God is going to be moving in a different direction, but everything is towards the millennial kingdom. Everything is towards his second coming of Jesus Christ. It's time now for us to cross over the Jordan. You need to get ready and expect the move of God in your life. You need to understand whether you realize it or not, but everything that you sowed in this year is going to cross over to next year. I pray that you sow positive things. I pray that you sow things that you can reap more abundantly of what God is doing. God is moving spiritually more than ever. He's always moved spiritually, but people were looking for him to move in a natural sense. But God is going to be moving more by a spiritual way than ever before. And you need to get ready. You need to get prepared because you are crossing over. And crossing over this, whatever it is that I have to face, I'm going to be able to face it because God is with me. I looked up the word crossover, a point or place of crossing from one side to the other. The process of achieving success in a different field or style. You need to understand something. You are in the process to succeed in whatever it is that God has for you on the other side. What is the other side? The other side of the Jordan. As we crossing to prepare to another year, 2023. And you are going to deal with things in a different way. Because those that are receptible to the spirit of Christ and what Christ is saying, you're going to be able to hear the voice of God. And that way you're going to have great success because you're following in what God is telling you to follow. You're following the process. You're following the plan. And those that sit still in God, he's going to lay out the plan step by step. Stop thinking you're going to get the full picture. If you got the full picture, why would you need God? That's why God sometimes piecemeal things to us. And you need to understand in him doing that, everything that he's showing you is what you need in that segment. But you've got to understand the process of God. And while God is doing that, it is keeping you in tune. Because you're waiting for the next step. You're waiting for the next step and you know that you have to discipline yourselves. There is something different about this time in my life. Everything that you've been through this year and the years 
uh, prior to this has brought you into this place. You are prepared for the next level. You are prepared to cross over to a better realm in the things of God, another realm of the spirit, another realm in your subconscious and your conscious mind. You need to understand that God has already prepared you for everything that you need. Everything that you need is already within thee. Because if the Holy Spirit is within you, everything that you need is already there. All it is is waiting for that time and that space to be in that place, that position that God wants you to be, that it will unfold. That's why you can walk through something, do something every day, but all of a sudden that day you have a greater revelation. It's something like, wow, I never saw that before. That is God opening up what you need for that segment and place and time in your life. You need to understand something. You need to get ready, get ready, get ready to cross over to something better. And God is going to show himself strong and mighty. But are you ready? Knowing that your tears and your pain and your heartache and people mistreating you and abusing you has brought you to this place. You've got to come from out of the wilderness. Out of 40 years of oppression, 20 years of sorrow and pain, 15 years out of sowing good seed and didn't seem like God was going to make a way for you. You were sowing it to them, but God said, I'm not going to turn it around. Even the bad seeds that you sowed, God is going to turn some things around because you're ready. You're in the right position. What you thought that you lost, God has got a way of calling it to come to pass when he wants it to. You need to understand something. Nothing goes wasted in God. You think that it's a waste. Huh? Even though they didn't say thank you, even though they didn't give you gratitude or respect, but God's got a way huh, for you to understand that it was all in his plan. Huh? You need to understand something. Sometimes you just do it and do it. Yeah, you being yourself, but yet God has got a plan in the midst of your plan. And because of your good heart, and your rightful giving, you're crossing over into another place. You're crossing over into abundancy. That abundancy is spiritually, physically, and naturally. You need to understand and receive the way that God is going to do it. Some of you don't need money. Some of you need peace of mind. Some of you don't need peace of mind. Some of you need good health. Some of you need a better job. Some of you need your home to be saved. Some of you need you to be worked on. Some of you need to understand things that you've been trying to work out with your sister and your brother. It seemed like everything was out of chaos and confusion. You don't know how God is going to do it. You just need to raise your hand up and tell them that you're ready to cross over to something better. You're ready to cross over to a greater place in him. You're ready to cross over. You're prepared. All your pain and your understanding and your lack of understanding in him has brought you to this wealthy place. And you need to get ready for God to bless you the way that he wants to. Some of you don't understand. You ain't been able to lay down at night. Some of you don't understand. Though you've been having sickness in your body. Some of you don't understand why the things in the past keep haunting you. God is finna Stop the gift that is down inside of you. Get ready to cross over. God is moving. In the 14th chapter, as some of you don't understand, it's taking you to go through this place. So do you know that people, are not, everybody can't go with you. Your ship was overboard. When I was in the Coast Guard, we were doing the great Haitian and, and, um, and Haitian migration where the Cubans and the Haitians were coming over. They would come over and the boats would drown because it was too many people until the Coast Guard came. I'm just letting you know God is in the ship, huh? and he's going to pull you out of the ship that's overloaded. 
Joshua in the 14th chapter of Numbers. All of them spies went, but God only told Joshua and Caleb to go in verse 30. Joshua and Caleb was part of the team that went over and spied out the land. You don't realize some people that's on that boat that you're trying to carry and pull, you buying all the gas, you paying all the bills, you doing everything. It's just too heavy. And God said, why would I carry you into a wealthy place and you load it down huh, with other folks and yourself problems? You need to understand. Stop trying to get on every board on everybody's boat. Huh. You need to understand what God is trying to do. Huh. You need to understand that God is trying to save you. Huh. You're trying to save them. Huh. But your understanding is that God's time is not necessarily their timing. Just because they're saying the right things and doing the right things doesn't mean that they're ready to cross over to the Jordan. Huh. You need to understand something. Huh. A lot of times that God is trying to see. God sees way behind the voices and the expressions that people give us. But we think that everybody's able and ready to cross over. Everybody there because we done sold and gave to them. Sometimes you got to cut your, cut your loaf and just go ahead on and save your own self. God has got a way of making it up. If God is going to bring you to a wealthy place, why would he think you have you broke, lonely, and depressed? That is not God. You need to understand something. When you cross over, you're crossing over to a better life. You're crossing over to a new beginning huh? and all things have passed away huh? and look at here there's new things in Christ Jesus huh? you need to understand what God is doing huh? nobody was qualified but Caleb and Joshua to cross over why are you trying to carry the whole town with you why are you trying to carry all your family members with you why are you trying to carry all the friends with you you need to understand something huh? God ain't got time for them huh? but he's got all the time for you huh? you done paved the way huh? you done understand God said I'm cutting it these cars around you because there's too many people leeching off of you. It's time to cross over. It's time to see the miracle working power of God. But you got too much in your mind. You understand something when God goes snip, snip. Huh? It's not only going to free your mind. Huh? It's going to free your body. <laughs> it's going to free your spirit. Huh? Some of you just need a change in your spirit. Huh? Your spirit is bogged down huh? with so many different things. Huh? Mary and Martha, huh? one of them was sitting at the feet of Jesus. Huh? And the other one was worried about this and worried about the housework, worried about this and telling God, she ain't helping me in the kitchen. Who cares about what's in the kitchen? You better stand in the seat and in the presence of God. Huh? You better kneel down into a low place that God can have his way in your life. God's got a way that I can cross over this Jordan. That I can do what God is telling me to do. In Joshua, the third chapter, you need to understand something. They had to sanctify themselves. They had to prepare themselves. Some of you don't realize that you done already prepared yourself. You just keep letting the same people make you dirty and you come back to the church back and forth, back and forth and always trying to clean yourself up. But God said, I'm going to open up the door and when you cross over the door, you're going to be sanctified. You're going to be holy. You're going to be filled with the spirit of Christ and I'm going to shut the door when they try to reach back and grab you. God said, ain't no reaching back and grabbing you. That's a done deal. I done made a new chapter in your life. I done caused you to come up into a different place and a higher place. Some of you don't understand. Every time I try to stand up and get up out of this thing, it seems like something pulls me back. What is pulling me back? Sometimes it's my own mind. Sometimes it's my low self-esteem. Sometimes it's my pride. Sometimes it's my rage. 
time I try to get up, sometimes I let my own self get down. Every time I let my own self pull me back in, I'm tired of the things in my mind that's continue to shackle me down. Then some of you don't understand. You letting people pull you down. You don't understand something. You got to cut the cords with some old friends and some old ties because you don't understand that God is trying to do a new thing in your life. Some of you letting your friends pull you back because you gave them money, you gave them time. You've been doing it 20, 30 years, but God said it wasn't a friendship. You were just born and loaned it to a dead person. You don't understand what God is trying to do. He's trying to cut the cord so you can have faith in him. And then some of you sitting there letting your family wag you down. Too scared to leave because what's going to happen to them? Some of you don't realize you're only delaying the, the, the destruction anyway. But if you would let go and let God do it in God's timing, the fall won't be the way you think it's going to be. God knows how to catch everybody at the right time. But some of you don't realize when you're crossing over, some things you got to leave behind. Some things you got to say bye-bye. Some of you ain't going to have a chance to say bye because God is going to close the door so fast. You're not even going to have time to recognize or realize what is going on because God said if you thought about it too long, you'll change your mind. But this is what you got to understand and see. There's a better plan that God has for your life. But you need to let God work his plan. Because when this thing happens, it's going to happen so fast and so smooth. And God has been positioning you the whole time. But you could not see it because your way and your will was ahead of God's plan for your life. You can't see a miracle in your will. You got to see the miracle in God's timing and in God's way. Because if God don't come in and shut some stuff out and close some doors in your life, you're going to miss your biggest miracle. The things that you've been praying and waiting on, you need to understand something. There's something that God wants you to do. There's something that God wants to do in your life. Until you get in position and let God do what he has to do in your life and yield your spirit to the power and the presence of God, God is not going to be able to do it unless now this time has come. He's just saying, I'm going to change the chapter whether they like it or not. If they get on the other side and start spinning around in confusion God said that's on them when Miriam and all the women crossed over to the Red Sea they grabbed the tamarines and they started praising God they praised God so loud because the ones that didn't understand what was going on they praised drowned out the confusion because everybody that crossed over the Red Sea over that joy everybody was not ready but because of the stronger people that was already there in position was able to drown out so God could not get mad because of what was happening. That's why he cut them off in the wilderness because they were moaning and complaining. God said, I'm not going to let this happen. There ain't going to be nobody around you that's going to be moaning and complaining. He said, I'm doing a new thing. Behold, think it's not strange. You need to understand that God is doing something awesome in your life. God is moving for you on your behalf. Your time is right now. You need to get ready. You need to get ready. You need to understand that you already crossing over. You need to understand that God is not going to let some things go. So you might as well get your mind and your spirit together because God is going to do something awesome.
your life. You need to prepare yourself. How you gonna prepare yourself? You ain't carrying nothing of that old stuff out of your house. You ain't carrying nothing of them old clothes, the hairstyle and everything. God said nothing in this world can dance stand to what I'm gonna give you over there. Some of you are so big and scared about leaving things behind, but some things you leave behind has an attachment with you that'll draw you back into that empty place in your life. Sometimes you need to let just go over there on the other side and let God decide what you're gonna wear, what you're gonna drink. He told him when you go, shake the dust off your feet if they don't receive you. Stop trying to tell everybody that God is building an ark in your backyard. Everybody's not gonna be subject to get on the ark. Only but eight people survive. Why are you trying to bring the whole neighborhood? Why are you trying to bring your whole family? You shut the door and couldn't nobody get in there and the water came up from out of the ground. But God is going to do it. Are you in the place? Are you in the place? Are you ready for what God is going to do in your life? worry about my children. I ain't got time to worry about my husband. I got to cross over to my new beginning. To the unknown. And I'm not going to murmur and complain. Because God has already prepared the way for me. I just got to receive what he's saying. And all I got to do is obey. Obeying is better than sacrifice. There's too much going on in your heart. There's too much going on in your mind. And God is saying, come up hither. Come up hither. God is trying to enlarge your territory for him to step in more. But you have enlarged your territory for people to step in. Because you think you need people to do this. And you picking and choosing the wrong people to prepare the way for you. Let's go to Joshua. The third chapter. Then Joshua rose up early in the morning and they set out from Acacia Grove and came to the Jordan, and he and all the children of Israel and lodged there before they crossed over. This is why God is gathering his people, the remnant. But you think that it's everybody around you. But in this gathering, there's going to be people that you ain't never seen before. So it was after three days that the officers went through the camp and they commanded the people saying, when you see the ark of the covenant of the Lord your God and the priests, the Levites, bearing it, then you shall set out from your place and go after it. Do you see that? The ark of the covenant is where God dwelt. Three things in the ark of the covenant. Shoe bread, the commandments, and Aaron's beard that budded. They're saying three days, but you only may have three hours or three seconds 
And because God knows you better than yourself because of your repeated patterns, he's going to deal with it. What he does for one, he's going to do for another, but in a different way. But you're so busy thinking, God bless me to this way. That's the way I'm going to The devil is alive. You can already stop God. He especially designs in miracles. He especially designs because he knows what's going to interfere with what he's trying to do in your life. But they had to go after the ark. Represented God's and his dwelling place. But you're so busy trying to grab Lucy and Mary and Billy Bob. I got to take somebody with me. And taking the devil and your blessing. God said, no, I'll cut your hand off. The Bible says, when your right hand do this right here, when your left hand do this, he said, cut it off. So some of you may go over that main, but God said, at least I saved a soul. Because some things that's just defective in our body that God just ain't going to tolerate because he knows if I cut this off, I serve it off. It ain't going to bleed. It just be appetated. But I can be able to save the, the whole 95% of it. But all you want to say is, God, let me come over here like this. But at least you made it. Some of you murmuring and complaining over small things. You got to see the greater picture. Sometimes God allows these things to happen in our lives so you can see the greater purpose. You need to understand something. A lot of these offenses that we're doing in the body, a lot of these things that we're causing to cause us to be in a place that we cannot move in God, you rather for God to cut it off, whether in physical or spiritual, so you can move more effectively and more in God because that's what it's about because I'd rather lose something small and gain something greater in God why would you think that God would not give you something to replace what you lost they say when people go blind they say the instinct and kingdoms go up higher you need to understand something sometimes you got to lose something in order to get something greater in God I'd rather lose something in this natural earth and gain something spiritual on this other side because when I cross over God is crossing over with me and everything that I need is already there. He's already prepared the way for me. He's already done everything that I needed to do for me because he knows me. He's specially designed it for me. Joshua. Three and four. Yet there should be a space between you and it. About 10,000 cubes. It says by measure. Do not come near it that you may know that the way by which you must go, for you have not passed this way before. He's going to take you into an unfamiliar place. See, because you've been over here so long that you're familiar with how to move. But when God takes you out of your surroundings, your comfort zone, the people that you used to be depending on and used to people you used to dealing with, they ain't going to be there because God is going to put you around a whole nother set of people that's going to take you to another place that you need. You understand that God is leading them and guiding them. Some of them have gone through some more trials and tribulations than you have. And when y'all sit around the campfire on the other side, you're going to see, wait a minute, I'm glad that God saved me. I didn't go through as much as I thought that I was going through after I listened to your testimony because you know that iron sharpens iron and they're going to strengthen you. They're going to give you encouragement because you may grieve one minute and you not remember nobody in your past no more and then you move it on to the other side because when you move on to the other side, God
give you a new name just for you. And nobody else is going to recognize and understand it. Because when God cracks the sky, he's already got everything that I need. He's preparing me for a greater life to be with him forever and ever and ever. And I'm up here looking and dwelling at something that don't even exist anymore. That's why God's got to wipe your name out. He's got to wipe out Joanne. He's got to wipe out Sister Helen. He's got to wipe out Trinity. He's got to give you a name only heaven will understand it. Because that new name is going to be the center of who you're going to be in Christ. Because your spirit is going to dwell with the Lord. Your flesh is going to be done away with. And you're going to be captured up and raptured up into another place. And where miracle work and power can manifest. You sitting there worrying and praying about miracle work and power. God said you got to cross over so I can prepare you for what is already there for you. God is going to do something great in your life. Stop crying. Stop thinking you miss God. I'm here to tell you God is still there. You need to understand what's going on. And Joshua said to the people in verse 5, Sanctify yourself for tomorrow. The Lord will do wonders amongst you. When God did the miracle and raised the dead, he told everybody to get out except two people who you want to see God raise you up and do the miracle in your life. They ain't going to be there. They'll hinder the work of God. But you're so busy wanting to show them, hey, I was right, I was right. <laughs> that means your pride has stepped in the way. You need to see. It ain't going to be performed around people that you think it's going to be performed around. Because you're so busy telling them and licking your tongue out, saying, yeah, God did I told you we're going to do it, instead of giving God the praise. So God's got to take you out of your familiarity and put you in a place that him and him alone can work this great work in your life. And that him alone, you ain't going to be focused on nobody else. And everybody else around you going to have like minds and like spirit. And their mind is going to be on praising God because everybody's getting their miracle. Everybody is getting their fulfillment in Christ Jesus. Some of you don't understand that you're this close to your turnaround. You're this close to your miracle and your breakthrough, but you understand that God has to do what he has to do. That's why trouble's right here at the door. That's why every time I look up, there's something crazy going on. God said, you're right there. I'm pushing you closer and closer to the door so you can get aggravated and upset with it. You don't want to deal with it no more. My mind and my conscience has just been cut off. My heart is not attached to it. I don't feel nothing. They're hollering and screaming. They're begging me for money and help and this and that, but I ain't got nothing else to give them. And because God is pushing you closer to your miracle. You don't understand your problems and your trials and tribulations. It's pushing you closer to the miracle that God has for your life. What you're holding on to. God is moving. Then Joshua spoke to the people saying, take up the ark of the covenant and cross over before the people. So they took up the Ark of the Covenant, and went before the people. And the Lord said to Joshua, this day I will begin to magnify you in the sight of all Israel. God said, when I do this, they're going to be on the other side looking at you going up. Because God said, I'm going to magnify you. Joshua took all the teachings and stuff. Caleb, 
They were probably little then. Now they're grown men. They could have been teenagers, and now they're grown. Some of you thinking, because I'm not old, I don't have the wisdom and the knowledge. But if you were sitting there looking, they were probably in the tents when the elders was having all the meetings, peeping through the tents, getting understanding. They was excited about what they were seeing. Some of you to let other things in your life drown out your excitement, your expectation from God. But only Caleb and Joshua was able to take the vision to the next level. Some of you don't understand. Your mama, your daddy gave you these things. And guess what? They couldn't fulfill it. But God put it in you. And now it's up to you to carry the vision on. You need to understand something. Caleb and Joshua were the ones that carried the vision and they was excited because they stood before all the other men and said, no, we are able to, we are able to take the land. And you're standing up. You may be the baby of the family. You may be the oldest of the family. You may be the middle child. But guess what? You're still huh, old enough to stand up and say what thus says the Lord. Huh? Some of your mouth been shut up because you're worried about what they're going to say and that, this and that. Huh? But your voice can change a nation. Huh? You're trying to make everybody else huh, succumb to you huh, and what you're saying in your mild manner of speech. Huh? But sometimes you got to stand up and be bold huh, and tell them huh, you need to understand something. Joshua and Caleb didn't care how they looked. Huh? They stood in front of the whole tribe of Israel and told them what thus says the Lord and God said because of that I'm going to allow you to access the land but all of them are going to die out because they didn't have the vision you don't understand that sometimes people don't have insight let me tell you what God told me about that God does not give insight to people who are obsolete or outdated insight the capability to gain an accurate, deep, intuitive understanding of a person or a thing. You got to have insight, a deep understanding or intuitive. I, I can't see it, but I got an excitement. There's something about it that's speaking to my spirit. Let me tell you what the Psychiatry says about insight. New understanding by a mentally ill person of the, says of the cases of their disorder. Some of you don't even know that the people you've been dealing with, huh, just like the other people that went out there and spied out the land, they were mentally ill. They let their situation come into a place that it caused them to be ill about what they seen. Have you ever been in a place that you were so shocked by what you saw? They saw the giants in the land, but Joshua and Caleb saw the greater things in the land. Some of you don't even know you're taking mentally ill people with you. Some of you don't know that your situation has made you mentally ill. But God is saying, I'm going to wipe all of that out. When you go through this door, I'm going to clean you up. You don't understand that your faith is going to be more strengthened and fortified. You need to understand what God is saying in this hour. God's got a way of wiping your memory, of wiping your brain out from all of the things that kept you bound, that kept you in a place of being shamed, kept you in a place of growing in God because you sat there self-afflicting yourself about what is happening, what you did. God don't care about your sin. He cares about what you're doing right now. He said, come to me all the heavy laden and heavy burden. He said, I'm going to give you rest. All you got to do is come forward and let God give you the peace that passes all understanding.
because the door is right there. I looked up the word obsolete. It says no longer, it says produced or used out of date. But I got to read you what the verb said. It says cause, quote, a product or ideal to become obsolete by, says replacing it with something new. And in your action, you got to replace it with something new. And the newness that God has for you is the new mindset, the new ability, everything that you were struggling with over here, it's not going to be here. And you don't know who you are, and God is going to put who you are when he gives you that new name. Everything that you've been struggling with out here in Babylon, finding yourself, who you are, then you, because you don't, you're trying to be like Beyonce, you're trying to be like J-Lo, then you want to be like Obama, then you want to be like Donald, Ivanka Trump, then you want to be like this person, but God said, you're trying to be like everybody else, huh? but that's not who I created you to be, you don't understand, they picked it up from somebody else, huh? I'm trying to make you an original, all of my people are original, they are uniquely and distinguishing made in him and Christ Jesus, you don't understand something, you still trying to chase somebody else, huh? and you don't understand that you were never be that person and that got you spinning around because at 20 they had this and that and you 40 you don't even have it. God said it doesn't matter because what they had to work for for years to get there, I'm going to give it to you on the other side. It was already there waiting for you. All you had to do was just have faith in me. You need to understand something. When you cross over, everything is going to be there. You're going to have a new mindset. You're going to be able to walk different. You're going to be able to talk differently. When you see your enemies and the people that did you wrong, you're going to know that they had no problem, no thing no, no knowledge about anything that God had. They didn't understand what you were going through. They didn't understand what they put you through. If they did, they may would have changed. But some of us so demonic and mentally ill, they did it anyway because they were crazy. A crazy person drive another crazy person. That's why they luck them out and put them in the place where they need to be in. They're not here out here with everybody else because they don't want it to spread around. You need to understand something. God is going to bring you out of the crazy into the promised land. Verse 7. That they may know that as I was with Moses, so will I be with you. you and he says, you shall command the priest who bear the ark of the covenant, saying, when you come over to the edge of the water of the Jordan, you shall stand in the Jordan. So Joshua said to the children of Israel, come here and hear the words of the Lord your God. And Joshua said by this you shall know that the living God is among you and that he will without fail drive out from before you the Canaanites and the Hittites and the Hevites and the Perchites and the Jesuits and the Amorites and the, um, the Jesuits Gergesites. And it says right here in verse 11 Behold the ark of the covenant of the Lord your God. All the earth is crossing over before you into the Jordan. You got to come through water. The cleansing process. When the Holy Spirit came in, it came in like a rushy mighty wind. 
and it filled the temple. That's why you you be baptized with water. New birth water. The refilling of what? Water. Oil. Liquefied. When you want to cleanse yourself, what do you do? Wash with water. There is a washing process. Now therefore take up for yourselves 12 men from the tribe of Israel, one man from each tribe, and it shall come to pass as soon as the sole of the feet of the priests who bear the Ark of the Covenant the Lord of all the earth shall rest in the water of the Jordan, that the water of the Jordan shall be cut off. This is so amazing. How God knows how to cut it off so you can cross over. Sometimes you... God has to sit in the middle of your situation to cut the flow of water from good and evil from you. Because how can hot and cold come from the same fountain? So that double-minded, split-minded that you've been going through. God has to sit in between good and evil in order for you to be delivered. That's why when deliverance comes, that's why God sets in between your flesh and the spiritual realm. So you can become set free. Because he knows if it goes on any further, it would damage you. You would be no good. But a lot of times when God steps in and cuts things out of our life, when we don't have a, and we don't have an understanding. But see, when you cross over, you're going to have an understanding why God let some things happen the way that he did. Even though this thing is stressful in your life, you're still dealing with it. Even though it aggravates you, it pulls your spirit down. It has you going in five different ways. But when God comes in and cuts it, you're going to have a greater understanding. And your faith is going to come into a place that you understand what God is trying to say and do in your life. Because on the other side, you got to understand something. It's going to be a whole nother level of wisdom and moving in the spiritual realm in God. And your lack of understanding that you had over there is not going to be comparable to what God has set up for you and for your life. I want you to see this and understand this. That the waters of the Jordan shall be cut off. The waters that come down from upstream and they shall stand as a heap on both sides. It just stood still on a pile. So it was when the people set out from their camps to cross over the Jordan with the priests before the Ark of the Covenant, before the Lord. Now you see somebody has to go before you. The priest now is God, Jesus Christ, going before us because if you cross over, you're going to cross over into that Elizabeth River somewhere where it's dirty and nasty and it's going to overtake you. So that's why your will cannot go forward. That's why you have to be in the will and the mindset of God because God has the perfect pathway for your escape. Stop trying to make your own escape. So it was when the people set out from the camp 
to cross over the Jordan with the priests bearing the Ark of the Covenant before the people. And as those who bear the Ark came to the, it says, brook that the Ark dropped in the edge of the water. For the Jordan overflowed all its banks during the whole time of harvest. That the water which came down from upstream stood still and rose in a heap very far away and says, and at Adam, the city of city that is beside Zeratim. So that the water, waters that went down into the sea, it says of the, it says of the Arbit, Arbat, the sea, this is the salt sea, filled and were cut off. It says, and the people crossed over opposite Jericho. Then the priests who bore the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord stood from the dry ground in the midst of the Jordan. And all Israel crossed over on dry ground until all the people had crossed completely over the Jordan. And it was done. And it was done. And this is what you need to understand. Get ready. You crossing over. Don't let nobody take this from you. God is going to do it his way. And I pray that something's been said and done in Jesus' mighty name. I pray, amen.